While well, Blanchard's fussing around, Neil. Let's just record a really quick message to our listeners about that little uh, controversy thing from uh, episode 79, Neil. What controversy? Oh, someone's got his panties in a bunch because we <laughs> made fun of Akira and Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> oh, Lord. You got the recording working, Neil? Yeah, I got it going. Okay, so really quick message Neil and I have to uh, our listeners who had issues with our Akira Ghost in the Shell episode. Fuck it. No, we're not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, overall, it's okay for you to disagree with us. We, we love open dialogue with our listeners, and but but overall, the, the, the feel of these series is really what gets us. It, it's this pseudo-intellectualism, this, this, oh, aren't I so smart kind of feel that the director is just pushing on you. It's... It's Neil. You, you know what I mean. Actually, what what it was, what the guy was getting at on the Facebook page was that uh, was that these two movies have uh, have some historical significance, and we should have put them in the context of their time. But uh, I don't see why we should have to do that because um, so, historical significance. The Holocaust has historical significance. Well, it's not that bad. But why should we even do that? Do you watch films for historical value, or do you watch them because you enjoy them? Yes, Akira pushed the industry, but so did Star Wars Episode One. You don't see anyone saying, oh, gee, let's excuse Episode One because it laid the foundation for today's special effects magic. We gave props to Akira for being cutting-edge animation at that time that still holds up today. But if we're going to examine the movie itself, including the story, it's just not that good. I'd rather recommend an anime that's actually worth watching. Yeah, it's not a holy cow. We don't have holy cows here. It's, yeah, and like I said, it's, it's the whole lifting up and, oh, oh, no, no, we, we, we don't, we don't worship anime directors or anime. We, we like things. We hate things. We, you know, that we try to be as objective as possible and, and we don't default to certain things like nostalgia. So that's just, that's just how we are. Especially with, with fucking Oshi. I mean, I'm, I'm going to coin it right here. I'm going to call his movies the the Oshi sock puppet syndrome, where he doesn't he doesn't even write characters. It's just him having a conversation with himself, and just imagine, yeah, just imagine like the characters on the screen, and it's just Oshi with his hands above his head, you know, up up two puppets, and they're just like going back and forth, and it's just him talking. They're not characters at all. Yeah, and uh, like I said, with Ghost in the Shell, standalone complex is a lot more watchable. I mean, he used to know how to write characters. He did do Urusei Yatsura, although in the second movie, it still has his Oshiisms, beginning with the scene where Sakura, yeah, the guidance counselor, hops into a cab, and the cabbie is the villain from the movie. So he starts talking to her, and suddenly he starts rambling Oshi philosophical nonsense, and I'm like. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> and he's like, things are a mess for you because you think time and space are objective things. You know how time seems to slow down when you're waiting? Fact is, time is simply a creation of your human consciousness. Now, what if there ain't no human beings anywhere in the world? Uh, wouldn't clocks and calendars be a waste? <laughs> Maybe there ain't no such thing as time that flows in one direction from the past to the future. And never was, don't you think, man? 
ma'am? Uh, uh, ma'am? By the time he's done, I'm like, wow, none of that made any fucking sense. Nowhere in there was a coherent thought. Everyone in the room is now dumber having heard it. Now, obviously, the payoff... Oh, oh, spoilers. The payoff is that it's all Lum's dream. And that's why time has no rhyme or reason. I get that. But he's beating you over the head with it. I've seen cartoons that do the it was all a dream ending. And uh, this is the slowest one I've ever seen. There was an episode of Batman that did this. It seems like Oshi just draws this stuff out to make it seem more clever than it actually is. But yeah, that's that's just the, that's the quick message I, we wanted to give. And uh, let's see. Uh, One of the reasons why I've not commented or really said anything to you guys about the whole uh, terrible era is because it, ever since a kid, like I knew Filmation did other stuff, but the only thing that really mattered to me was He-Man and She-Ra. That was really the only thing that really, and even Shira as as a kid, I barely watched that show. I remember. I, I feel a little bit better about your masculinity after hearing that. What? You barely watched Shira. It's a. I barely watched the series. I had seen maybe I don't know five episodes of the series as a kid. You know, I the the one thing about those two cartoons that that I watched over and over and over as a kid same thing with the transformers movie was secret of the sword the edited together version and i saw on netflix at the time before they fixed it and actually put the secret of the sword version on netflix uh they had the original five parts on netflix under shira the complete animated series uh and i saw where i saw the scenes that they left in for the five parts versus what was i saw what was cut and I was like, oh my god, it's so weird watching this as a five-parter versus watching it as an actual movie. Did you ever see the music video? No, I don't want to see music videos. The official one made by Erica Scheimer. Oh, yes, I had seen Yeah, it was a special... Okay, I thought you meant like some fan-made bullshit. No, I don't like no, no. fan-made bullshit. Um, yeah, I, I had seen that uh, because it was a special on one of the DVD features. And what I love is just the connotation of that song is a freaking love song. I guess. It, it, it kind of comes off that way just because he's like, somewhere out there someone needs me. And 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 then it gets to the girl part and she's like, someone stepped into my world. And if you didn't know that it was about He-Man and She-Ra, you would think it was like a love song. Yeah. Even if you, you know... And even those of us who knew it was about He-Man and She-Ra, that's just, you know, as as perverted adults as we are now, it's like... And then they're touching just, swords. And, oh! <laughs> giggle at what, what the connotation is. And I, oh I was like, God. this I is even, this is even weirder that. than Luke and Leia. <laughs> they, but they totally were touching swords. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. It was there. <laughs> yeah, that... That episode about filmation, people who haven't listened to it yet don't understand that we went like all the way back to like yeah. the really bad stuff. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you know, duck and, and this the thing, it's like I didn't like I knew of like I knew of He Man and Shira. Essentially, He Man, regardless of of how you guys feel about the Lou Scheimer compiling a cat, essentially a stock catalog. That cartoon essentially launched syndication cartoons. I mean, that was one of the first, if not the first, cartoon that went into syndication. Yeah, I believe it was, in fact, the first one. Yeah, I mean, that that broke cartoon syndication, you know. So, 
but that that was really all I knew of Filmation was the Masters of the Universe stuff. I didn't care. I, I don't I give a shit less about the fucking crappy ass Ghostbusters cartoon. You know, nobody gave a shit about that cartoon. <laughs> you know, and and the thing of it is, is um, you know, Neil, you mentioned to me a couple. You guys have both mentioned to me a couple of times about the Filmation Tom and Jerry. I never fucking knew about that shit. Oh, do you know about uh, you. you do know about our little special with Robin and the Dreamweavers, right? Oh my god! I've heard you talk about it, but it's not something that I, you know, like I said, anything that's filmation that isn't Masters of the Universe, I don't know and I don't care about. Yeah, it, it's kind of hard to miss because you keep mentioning it. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a dead horse over there. Let's go beat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. Optimus Solo was not very happy with us. Well, you know, it's not that. It, it's he he was kind of joking when he made that comment. He has a really weird, uh, really I don't want to say hard because it's going to sound wrong. He has a really weird tongue-in-cheek sense of humor. I'll say. Um, he likes to stir the pot, and mm. he likes to just come out and say really, really strong, opinionated comments. Um. Uh, speaking of strong comments, what do you think of Spider-Man: The Truth? Oh boy! What? Oh, uh, uh, honestly, I've told you this before, Ben. Anytime you guys have Pablo on, oh, I you didn't listen to that at all. I told you. Oh my God, that's great! I, you haven't I heard was, a single no, thing. Hold on, shut the hell up and hold on. Let, let me finish. I. Anytime you guys have Pablo on, I fast forward through bits of it and I hear bits of it the first time around. I did go back and I did listen to it, but honestly, I don't give a shit about John's, you know, what John Semper was doing. I, you know, I mean, hey, I like the Spidey 94 cartoon. I, I just do. I've said it in, um, you guys have probably haven't heard it yet because all these episodes are not out yet, but, um, in the uh, episode 34 of Tooncast Beyond, where we talked about the Fantastic Four 94 cartoon, what I essentially said was X-Men 92, Spider-Man 94, Iron Man, and Fantastic Four, those cartoons made me want to read comics, regardless of what the animation was like, regardless of, you know... How how much blood red Spider Man looks like? It didn't matter. Though I you know after I saw any of you know whether it's Phoenix Dark Phoenix, whether it's uh, the Clone Saga, whether it's the Secret Wars, after watching those cartoons as a kid, it made me go out and want to seek out those comics. So that's one of the reasons why, besides the fact of nostalgia, that's one of the reasons why I like those cartoons so much. And FF ninety four was the first introduction I had to the Fantastic Four. So. Don't need no more. Huh? <laughs> What'd you say? I said don't need no more. <laughs> uh, when are we doing Simpsons? Uh, next week. Um, okay. Neil? Yeah. Is that okay? That's fine. When next week? Preferably on the weekend. On okay. Saturday kind of thing. Okay. No, that's fine. So, that's you know, problem. Saturday in the park. I think it was the 4th of July. <laughs> Is that just the three of us, or is there going to be somebody else? Well, we can make it if we try. No, I mean if you it, if it's only going to be the three of us, that's fine. Because we I could get J, we could try to get JT. Uh, only if you do it at like two o'clock Eastern, one Central. 
that's yeah. usually the time that he's around. Because that's pull that off. what I said. We could pull that off. I think. All right, Simpson side by side, first half versus the last half. Oh God, is it, is that really what it's going to be? It's not going to be an overall. It's going to be that because it deserves <laughs> it. Oh my God, you guys are crazy. You, you don't agree with that sentiment? Uh, it. I loved it as a kid, obviously, because I as a kid I watched through like the first four seasons. And I do agree. Like after season six, it kind of went downhill. Seven. But there, there are still good moments here and there. At least after the movie, they finally updated the fucking TV in the animation. Are they still drawing cars? At least uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. They're not doing CG cars. Oh, uh, I don't think are, are, is the Simpsons doing CG now? I don't even I didn't even know. Uh, it, it's I don't, still I don't what know. what I've seen of it. Oh, did you did you see the new Expendables two trailer that has that shows everyone? No, uh, I haven't even paid attention. I'll have to look it up later. I'll, I'll show it to you now. Oh God, because it has everyone you show stuff to me that 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 constantly breaks my brain. Don't you like the Expendables? I like the first movie, but. Well then, you'll like this one. Is this an actual? Is this the actual movie, or is this some spoof? No, this is the real Expendables two trailer, the real one. You see, you have Sly at the beginning, so it's it's all official. He still talks like he has brain damage. Neil, do your do your Sly. Do my Sly. Yo, this is how I talk. <laughs> Oh, that's what it was. Okay, now I'm. I'm I am the law. I thought. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> here's uh, here's the Simpsons coverage I did back uh, in Tooncast Classic. Okay, but watch this first. This is awesome. I, I am. I am. Yeah, hold on. I had to find that. Now I gotta go. I, I, they have to wait until Wesley Snipes get out of jail before they do the next one. <laughs> Oh, that's so wrong, dude. Well, I have to wait a year. He'll be out next next summer. He'll be perfect for it. Yeah. Debut trailer. Right. I hate that YouTube shit puts ads on everything. Oh, I use AdBlock. I know, but. Battleship. What a fucking stupid movie that is. And it just zooms in on Liam Neeson. He's all serious, sweats pouring down his face, and his eyes narrow, and he says, E6. All right, right, well, shut up so I can watch it. Sunk in my battleship. Holy hell. Dirt explosion is lovely. I'll be right back. Okay. Pain back. <laughs> 
six pounds of pure plutonium is powerful enough to change the balance of the world. Imagine what five tons would do. You're gonna need more men if you expect to get out of here alive. I'm back. <laughs> the contents of that safe fall into the wrong hands. What's the plan? Track them, find them, kill them. Did that tank just have bad attitude attached yes. on the side of it? Yes. I'm just waiting for Ram Rampage to show up. Pause it because I want to see who. Well, Norris. What the fuck is he doing in there? He's an action star. Wait. What the fuck is Thor doing in this movie? <laughs> you have a problem with Norris's being in this movie? You mean Chuck Norris? No, I don't have a problem with Chuck Norris being in the movie. What I, I like is it It really does look like Schwarzenegger has a much bigger role now. Yeah. Well, you know, and again, I mean, you know, movie trailer companies put this stuff together to make us like or dislike stuff. And that's yeah, probably... It's like the, the idea of Bruce Willis and, and, and Arnold Schwarzenegger doing like a buddy yeah. action thing in the, on the side. Yeah. That's just brilliant. Oh, no, that's, yeah, that's awesome. But no, what the fuck is Thor doing in Expendables 2? God. The money. And like I said, you know, Wesley Snipes isn't out of jail yet. Yeah, that's that's true. And if, there, if, if there's a reason why... Blade's in jail, Jesus Christ. I wonder how many vampires he's hunted in jail. <laughs> uh, so are you still going to interview Semper? Um, yeah, uh, Semper? Uh, possibly. I, I don't know. Let, let me know how many times you throw Bob Richardson's under the bus again. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've, I've complimented him a couple of times on Facebook uh, over the years, like when I've seen him make posts, but um, I haven't really, like, I don't pay, like, that much attention to the Here, guy. Here's the question. Have you seen Creeporia yet? Oh, my God. No, I probably never will. You yeah, should because it's, it's made by John Semper. It's it's torture. But oh, okay. But that's like saying I should watch Filmation Tom and Jerry because it was made by Lou Scheimer, where I don't give a shit about anything Filmation did other than He Man and Shira. I don't give a shit about anything else Don, John Semper has done other than Spider Man '94. I mean, that, no, you a, know, a more a more apt uh, analogy would be like. You should watch Robin and the Dreamweavers because it was made by the same guy who made E-Man. Because, because it's made a significant amount of time afterward where he really should have known better. Yeah, it's, it, my love is just a, such a shitty Elvira ripoff. <laughs> um, I do plan on sending Jerry Beck a message, though, for the three of us to talk to him. Awesome. Uh, 
mainly why I do want to talk to him is, you know, I I watch Looney Tunes on a daily basis during the week because it's on from 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern time on Cartoon Network. And I don't know. I just think it'd be cool to talk to him. You know what some of the best early cartoons are that I've seen? I think Neil will agree with me. The early Popeyes are fucking awesome. <laughs> because the voice actor for Popeye is just muttering shit. <laughs> That's not even in the script. I mean, it's almost like he's breaking the fourth wall, but not quite, because he's talking to the characters. Yeah. It's 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 just the funniest shit ever, and the animation's gorgeous for that time. Yeah. And it's so politically incorrect. Like, you have Popeye punching Indian Chief so hard it turns into Gandhi. <laughs> there's God. so much wrong with that. <laughs> Yes, there's so so. He, t- he punches the young Indians and turns them into uh, wooden nickels. Oh wow! God, that's so wrong. It's just so wrong. My favorite one is the one where Popeye's building a bridge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, my favorite one's with the Goon Island because because how many people remember Alice the Goon? No, I don't even know. Well, there was the <laughs> olive oil in in the in the army cartoon. That's oh, true. Yeah. yeah. See, see, Popeye has two villains that most modern age people don't remember. It's uh, people always remember Bluto, but there's also uh, there's two villains. There's Alice the Goon and the Sea Hag. Well, to be honest, uh, I think the reason why no one remembers the Sea Hag is because she's mostly from the '70s Popeye cartoons, which she's from never the original. Aired. She was from the original cartoons as well. Yeah, but she's pretty rare. But the goons show up a lot more often than you think. Yeah, they do. I love the goons because I, I just I just love that scene where Popeye is like stealthily hiding behind the goon and walking, and the voice actor starts like doing these mutterings, like where he's insulting the the goon, and it's like, well, Popeye wouldn't do that if he's being stealthy because the goon would hear him, but it's still fu- fucking hilarious. In fact, the sea hag is so obscure that most people today would probably remember her. From being in the in the Nintendo game, yeah, that's true. Because that's like the most recent thing she's ever been in. No, I need to edit that statement there. Pluto uh, is a stalker and a rapist. Potential, because it never actually showed him raping olive oil. But that's that was my main. Those were my main lines in that episode. Was after watching several of of Popeye's cartoons over the years. Bluto's a stalker. He just is. Oh man. Yeah, I know you guys have your own your own format and your own wantings to do different stuff, but you should really look at that complete listing of all the Tooncast episodes and just pick through and, and just see if the, like I would love for you guys to cover Danger Mouse. Uh that would be awesome to hear your all's thoughts on that. <laughs> um but just look through that what we've already covered and and if there's anything in there that i know i know a lot of the stuff you guys have covered or some of it you have yeah animaniacs versus tiny tunes yes i know i don't care i still like both of them um yeah i haven't seen danger mouse in in years you have you listened to our our jam episode right uh what i've heard was mostly my little like gem was like 10 minutes out of yeah we we kind of zipped through gem yeah, uh, I I wasn't thrilled with that at all. That was that was truly outrageous. 
No, that was not truly outrageous, dude. Truly, truly. Oh. Yeah, because I, I was looking. I, I was looking at the Audacity file for it, I, and like the commercials, like the the middle point commercials, like way early, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, we didn't talk about Jim very for very long, did we? <laughs> so, so Neil, any responses for the Sonic episode? No, because I haven't sent it yet. Okay, we need. It to get usually that... takes him a couple days to respond. We, we need that guess for Sonic. Which Sonic? We're gonna like kind of combine them together into yeah, an episode. The... Okay. We're going to talk about Sad Am and adventures and why Sad Am is not that good because it takes itself too fucking seriously. Yeah. Well, you know, and again, it was the 90s. They had to do something to make Sonic cool in animation. I mean, Sonic was awesome in in, in the video games, but they had to do something besides get Urkel to voice him. Well, they could have got someone other than Urkel to voice him. Oh, I thought... I thought... Jaleel White did an amazing job. I mean, for what it is, I mean, and 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 again, not even look because I barely remember uh, Sad Am. I, re- Sad I, Am. I, re- I remember Adventures more. Well, Adventures was better because, like I said, at least artistically, they went with the with they went with the Felix the Cat thing, which was yeah. a little bit more creative than everything's in a dark and apocalyptic world and blah blah blah, freedom fighters and explosions and who is in this dark and scary. Well, they would never have had the budget to do Sonic the way he really should be done, which is to have him mute and just pantomime everything. And cute, <laughs> and uh, and, little, and a little tubby, and so instead we got we got like the Jaleel White Sonic, who's like, uh, well, at least you wake, man. At least we they didn't do the. At least you didn't talk about the one series that doesn't exist. Yeah, Underground or Sonic X. Underground. I would actually take X's existing over Underground by a large margin, <laughs> because Sonic should be so- Sonic uh, Sonic Ball Z, but uh, Sonic X should be called that. But it's because uh, there's lots of Super Saiyan stuff in there. Yeah, I I don't know. I I I, I never like I like past adventures. I just stopped. I mean, it was kind of like for. For me personally, regardless of, of how you guys feel, Sonic 1 and Sonic 2 are my favorites out of the Genesis games. Sonic 2 is by far my favorite out of all Sonic games ever. Sonic 3 and uh, Knuckles had better replay value. Not for me it didn't. But, uh, but um, you know, the same thing with the Sonic cartoons. After Adventures, I just kind of went on to other things. And I, I knew of Underground, but I didn't really know of it. And then a couple months ago, or actually about a year ago, I found it on Netflix. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll add this to my instant queue eventually because I'm sure eventually there will be a podcast about it. Um, and Sonic X I caught on fox when fox was doing fox box and and then uh four kids and then four kids went over to cw eh, it was all right it wasn't the same because it wasn't jaleel voicing him um you say that as a negative yeah because the one that voices in, in sonic x just doesn't doesn't sound like sonic to me yeah and plus it was as i said earlier today it was the type of anime the way anime is not supposed to <laughs> yeah, it's not uh, it's not cute anymore. There's there's no there's no nipple, Neil. There's no nipple. <laughs> yeah, so, the old deal uh, is like, oh, there's oh, there's a nipple here. <laughs> yeah, we were reviewing some show that had uh, had a surprise nipple. Uh, 
Yeah, and it wasn't the Super Bowl uh, uh, halftime show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nipplegate. You could tell that was on purpose. They so both guys... knew. They both knew. Yeah. What do you guys think of uh, the uh, the fact that Steve Bloom brought, helped brought, bring back Toonami? <laughs> um, is Tom still Tom? Is is Tom still voiced by the right Tom? I'm not sure. See, for me, it's not it's not really Toonami until they bring Moltar back. Uh, let's see. Twitter campaign headed by voice actor Steve Bloom. Yeah, Steve Bloom, according to this, was was the voice of Tom. Oh, awesome! Tom's back. Uh, I was making their thoughts known. Clearly, the fans have proven. Pe- yeah, so yay, Toonami's coming back. But so are they gonna? So which live action shows are gonna have on Toonami now? Oh, <laughs> don't even go there. I love that loaded question. Odd. <laughs> Smallville. Shut Search up. your feelings. You know it to be true. Oh my god, that's so funny. We can place a bet right now, Mike. I bet you within a year they're going to put something live action on Toonami. Uh, that's that's possible. I, I don't know. Would you but... put some money on that? or No. Because honestly, I mean, the only reason why I ever watched Toonami even back in the day wasn't – it was for like seeing like Justice League or seeing uh, Thundercats classic or, you know, actual animation, not – G.I. Joe was on Toonami. That doesn't surprise me. Uh, let's see. G.I. Joe actually had a pretty good Toonami intro. As long as they never, ever bring back the new adventures of Johnny Quest. I remember the days when that that was like the end. That was like the last cartoon they showed on Toon. Oh, we we like, totally why have to do an is episode, this on here? Neil, we had, totally have to do an episode on Johnny on New Adventures Johnny Quest. Oh my god, it'll be like five seconds long. This no, we need we need to, we need to find we need to find someone who will defend that shit. Oh my god, try Fez. He'll defend anything if he defends Teen Titans. What the hell? Why do they have Taj? Maori listed as the voice of Sonic from the 93 series. Because Jael White wasn't doing it all the time. He wasn't? No. You, you know, Jael White was also doing other things. Like, he was uh, doing that. And then asking if he did it. <laughs> uh... Oh, Neil, that takes place in Chicago. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, Deal, did you play the Perfect Strangers video game yet? No. You should. Blanchard, do you know about the Perfect Strangers video game? Is it based off the TV series? Yes. God, I don't want to know. It's a real game, too. I don't want to know. One second. I don't want to (laughs) know. You have to to play it once. If it's not free, I refuse. It's free. It's a very short game, but it's a real game. I'm going to play it now, too. This is so stupid. I hope to God Bronson really did not do this. He did. What is wrong with him? He's a prostitute. 
Oh, oops. Did you run into a sheep? Yep. You should be able to tell by the, <laughs> the sheep noise. Oh my god. What the hell? A flight simulator, really? Well, standing tall on the wings of my dreams. Ah, oh, this is so <laughs> fucking stupid. If you finish, it shows them doing the dance of joy. The dance of joy. Wow. Oh, my God. I mean, this is essentially uh, Bronson Pinshot as Sonic the Hedgehog, but he doesn't run as fast. Somebody's car alarm's going off. Yeah, I got maybe, I don't know, 25%. Oh. Uh, if you get them all, it shows it as a dance of joy. Uh, I got uh, I got 42%, so that's not that bad. But yeah, no, that's just dumb. <laughs> and then afterwards, it, it tells you it tells you where to buy the DVDs. Ah, well, all I got to do is go to Amazon for that. This this is this is all a marketing scheme to to sell the DVDs. Oh, so it's not even like a fan-made game, it's actually legit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's legit. Oh my god. 